All right, let's take our Bibles and turn to James chapter number 4. James chapter number 4. Another year is almost gone into the record books and a new year is going to be upon us before we know it. The year 2022 is going to be history here just a few more days come Saturday at midnight. And we know that most of it is already history. What we've done is what we've done. <laughs> and um, we can't relive any portion of 2022. And many people are already making plans of what they're going to do in 2023. That's a good thing. Some plan plan out when spring break is and when school ends and when it begins and make all their plans around those things. Some plan out when they're going to go on vacation and many other things during the year, depending on how organized they are. Then you have some folks just fly by the seat of their pants. You know, they'll <laughs> take the year as it comes and... Uh, that they can do things on a whim and don't do much planning at all. Now, some people look at this scripture that we're about to read here in our text, and they use it as an excuse to forego planning. They, they look at planning as, as being evil. And let's, let's read the, the passage here in James 4, verse number 13. Go to now, ye that say today or tomorrow, we will go into such a city and continue there a year and buy and sell and, and get gain, whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. For that ye ought to say, If the Lord will, we shall live and do this or that. But now ye rejoice in your boastings, all such rejoicing is evil. <coughs> Therefore, to him that knoweth to do good, and doeth it not, to him it is sin. It's not planning that's, uh, that's evil. It's rejoicing in something you really don't know that's going to take place. Um, speaking to us about uh, some things that tonight I want to talk about making plans for the new year. There's nothing inherently evil about planning. In fact, planning is biblical. As we look at the life of Jesus, we can see that Jesus planned his life. God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, even before this uh, world came into existence, um, was planned before the foundation of the world, our salvation in him. And we know that. Uh, God plans. And he's got a plan. You know, when's he going to come back? He's going to come back according to his plan. Uh, Jesus came the first time according to his plan. And he's going to come back the next time according to his plan. He's not. We're, he, we're not privy to his plan, okay? But he is going to. He he does have it planned, and he is going to come. Um, and it's a good thing, I think, to have goals in our lives as believers. Somebody said that failing to plan is planning to fail. Uh, I think maybe we should have some financial goals in our lives. We should have some personal goals, but. Main thing I want us to understand tonight is we should have some spiritual goals. In planning whatever we plan, we must stay focused on some things tonight. And um, let me just share with you a couple of areas here. In planning, we need to keep in mind the uncertainties of life. Uh, we don't know what tomorrow may hold for us, do we? None of us do. 
Proverbs 27, verse number 1 says, Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. I mean, we just got out of the Christmas season, and while we were uh, talking about Joseph and Mary and the shepherds and even the wise men, uh, they all no doubt had other plans that they had made that were interrupted when Jesus came along. Amen? Um, sometimes God messes with our plans, with plans of His own. And that's okay. He's God. He knows better than we do. Uh, you think back to those of you that are married, you think back to the vows of marriage. When you marry for better or worse, for richer or poorer, in sickness and in health, till death do you part. It's the, all in there is uncertainty in there. You don't know what's going to come. And this year, we know, uh, may bring catastrophe to some. We hope not. Earthquake, fire, flood, tornado, hurricane, blizzard, or some other. Boy, it's been a year full of catastrophes all around the world, and in our nation especially. And um, can you imagine uh, the Bethlehem mothers in Matthew 2, whose babies were killed by Herod? Just caught them unexpectedly. That's a, a catastrophe that took place. This year may bring ill health to some. We, we hope not, but it, it could. It might bring cancer or heart attack or sickness or disease or of some other sort or even an injury. I didn't know this past year that, you know, when the year began that I was going to wind up being in an accident and having four herniated discs. But uh, God do, huh? And this year may even bring death for some of us or some loved ones of ours from an illness or injury. This year may bring prosperity to some. Some may get a job promotion, collect an inheritance or some other unexpected windfall. This year may bring poverty to others, job loss or some other loss or, man, inflation keeps going like it's going and we're all going to be in a, in a home for sure. Uh, just just eating away at, at uh, uh, what we can buy. Um, but we think about Job. You know, Job lost all he had in just a short period of time. Uh, when At the beginning of that year of his life, he didn't know what was going to come his way. But nevertheless, it was in God's will. And he made it through. And he came out on the other end a lot better than he was to begin with. Now, he would rather not have gone through that. And sometimes we go through things that we'd rather not go through, but uh, the Lord helps us through those things. We don't know what tomorrow may hold for us, and we, we don't know if we will even have a tomorrow. <laughs> Who of us can say that we know for certain that we will be here tomorrow? I mean, we not, might not even make it to the end of this year. <laughs> We're talking about next year. Uh, we still got 30 days to go here. Uh, and so in planning, we need to keep in mind the uncertainties of life. The second thing is in planning, we need to keep in mind the certainties of life. There's a certainty that the Word of God is true. I mean, it's something we can depend upon. And we sang the song a while ago, Great is Thy Faithfulness. That's, that's a comfort to me. I hope it's a comfort to you to know that what God has said in His Word, He will do. Psalm 12, verse 6 says, The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. And, of course, Jesus said in John 17, 17, in a prayer 
that he offered to the Father. He said, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. God's word is the truth, and we can certainly depend on it. There's also the certainty that this life is short, no matter how long it may be. I know sometimes we hear of folks living beyond 100 years of age, and some of them even get beyond 110. Uh, Here's some, hear some uh, long lives, but ever how long it is, it is certainly short. There, there in verse 14 we read, For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time. You think about how, how uh, little our life is in comparison to how much time there has been in this world. It's, it is just a vapor, isn't it? Uh, Psalm 39, verse 5, the psalmist said, Behold, thou hast made my days as an handbreadth, and mine age is as nothing before thee. Verily, every man at his best state is altogether vanity. So, got the certainty of the Word of God being true, the certainty that life is short, but there's also the certainty of death. There in verse 14, it also, it also says there, Then vanisheth away. It, it appears for a little time and then it vanisheth away. Psalm 89, verse number 47 says, what, what man is he that liveth and shall not see death? Shall he deliver his soul from the hand of the grave? You know, uh, as we look at the world, you know, some people live their lives 90 to nothing as if the, the, they're not going to have to face the grave one day. If they're, and as if they are not just one heartbeat away from being in the grave. And they have no, no thoughts about the grave. Hebrews 9.27 though says, as, And as it is appointed unto men wants to die. It's appointed unto men wants to die. Uh, statistics bear out the fact that death affects one out of every one. Well, one out of every one is going to be affected by it. The certainty of the return, not only of Jesus also for his own, not only certainty of death, but the certainty of the return of Jesus. Uh, he's still coming because he promised in John fourteen three he said I will come again and receive you unto myself. There's a certainty of leaving this world empty-handed. We we uh, Paul told Timothy this in First Timothy six seven he says for we brought nothing into this world and it is certain that we can carry nothing out. Look at Luke chapter number twelve. Only other place I'm going to have you turn tonight. Luke chapter 12, verse number 15. Luke 12, verse 15. And he said unto them, Take heed and beware of covetousness. For a man's life consisteth not in the abundance of of the things which he possesseth. Now, uh, hard to get that through to folks in the world, isn't it? Um, see, a, I saw a bumper sticker one time that said, He who dies with the most toys wins. If you've got more toys than i got, you're going to leave it behind just the way I do. You, know? um, you don't win. Look at verse 16. And he spake a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. 
And he said, this will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater. And there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, thou hast much goods laid up in, for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall those things be which thou hast provided? Just going to leave it all behind. <laughs> and he says in verse 21, So is he that layeth up treasure for himself, and is not rich toward God. You know, Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount that we're uh, not to lay up treasure where moth and rust doth corrupt and where thieves break through and steal. I'm talking about here. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth nor rust doth corrupt and where thieves cannot break through nor steal. Um, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. And sadly, a lot of folks' treasure is wrapped up in this world and they're going to leave it all behind, leave the world empty-handed. We all leave empty-handed. All all that we get is what we've sent ahead beforehand. Uh, The the things that we've laid up in store. Now there's also the certainty of coming judgment. Hebrews 9.27, as is appointed a man wants to die, but after this, the judgment. Proverbs 5, verse 21 says, For the ways of man are before the eyes of the Lord, and he pondereth all his goings. And Numbers 32.23, Be sure your sin will find you out. There's a lot of folks thinking they're getting by with their wickedness, with their meanness, and uh, it's, it's... uh, not going to be well come Judgment Day. Many are going to have regrets on Judgment Day. I'm, sh- I'm sure we'll all have a few regrets which we, that we had maybe served the Lord a little more uh, when it comes our ch- our opportunity to stand before the judgment seat of Christ. So in planning, we need to keep in mind the uncertainties of life. And in planning, we need to keep in mind the certainties of life. And then uh, thirdly, in planning... Keep in mind the Lord of life. It says there in verse 15 of our text, it says, For that ye ought to say, If the Lord will, we shall live and do this or that. If the Lord will. Too many people leave God out of their lives to their own demise. Um, You know, God has a plan for each of our lives. And that plan includes salvation. He, that's what he, he wants his best for each of us. Yeah, and that's why he, he provided the salvation that we enjoy, those of us that are here tonight, know uh, that we're saved. Uh, um, we've been born again. And, of course, John 3, verse 7 says, you must be born again. And we believe that. We believe the truth of God's Word. And so we, we got born again. Amen. Um, but uh, God has a plan and includes sanctification in our life. First Thessalonians 4, verse 3 through 5 says this, For this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that you should abstain from fornication, that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor, not in the lust of concupiscence, even as the Gentiles which know not God. We're not to... Live like the world, act like the world, because we're not of the world. <laughs> we're in the world, but we're not of the world. We're, 
We're of God. And and 1 Peter 1.15 tells us, But he, as he which hath called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation. That holiness, that's sanctification. So God's plan for us is not only salvation and sanctification, but also his plan for us includes sacrifice. Romans 12.1 that we went over earlier in the year on our Sunday evening when we've been looking at the book of Romans and different places. We we went through the chapter number 12 there and it says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Um, also, uh, God, God's plan for our lives includes service to Him. I mean, we ought to be um, looking to the Lord and say, Lord, what would you have me to do in this coming year? Um, it includes service. James 4.17 there says, Therefore to him that knoweth to do good, and doeth it not, to him it is sin. We know we ought to be serving the Lord, don't we? Nobody ought to have to tell us we need to be serving the Lord. Uh, because of what God's Word tells us, as children of God, we should be serving Him. And so, if we know we ought to be serving Him, we're not doing it. That's sin. It includes our service, and it includes so much more. Proverbs three, verse five and six: Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not into thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct thy paths. You know, God wants us to, to find and do His will for our lives. Ephesians 5, 17, Wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Uh, too many folks uh, don't know God's will for the life, and way too many don't care about what God's will for the life is. But that ought not to be a way that we are as children of God. We should understand God's will and want to do it and and do our best to do it. Because God will ultimately determine our end, including our eternal destiny. Our judge is holy, righteous, and a just God who will judge according to His Word. He said He'd save us if we believed on His Son. I believe that, you know, with all my heart. And, uh, you know, I know where I'm headed. Uh, and But I'm headed there according to God's Word. And... We need to, to realize that God, uh, God's going to, to see us through to the end. Amen. So what plans have you made or are you making for this new year? What will be your theme in 2023? I'm excited to see what Miss Emma's going to be doing. Uh, she's going to retire here at the end of the, end of the week, Lord willing. Uh, who knows, you know, uh, what your life's going to be uh, taken up with in this coming year. Remember, there's nothing wrong with our, our making plans as long as we include God in those plans and we allow for God to mess with our plans. See? Because God can mess with our plans. He's Lord. And what if God messes with your plans this year so that you, uh, so, so that you can give glory through that to Him? So that He can get glory from your life. Are you okay with that? Are you okay with maybe some hardship that's going to come your way so that you can glorify the Lord through that. Make sure that you include God in whatever plans that you make. and Make sure that you're ready to meet God should He call you home. 
either before the new year or sometime next year. Make sure that uh, you uh, determine to walk with the Lord. Whatever your plans, you ought to determine, I am going to walk with the Lord this coming year. Draw near to Him. There in the, that uh, same chapter there, in verse number 8, draw nigh to God and He will draw nigh to you. You know, we ought to we ought to determine to walk with Him, and when you walk with somebody, you got to be near to Him, don't you? Draw near to Him. Lean on Him. And if the year 2023 should bring hardship, I can assure you one thing, that you can trust God to get you through those difficult times. Now, He may get you through it by calling you home. That's one way of getting, getting you through it. Amen? A lot, of, a lot of folks say, well, you know, uh, God didn't see that person through that particular answer because they, they wound up dying. Well, you realize that's the ultimate ultimate release yeah, and uh, the ultimate healing. Yeah, and uh, praise the Lord for that. Amen. Alright, that's our Bible study for this evening. Let's uh, pull out our prayer list. We'll pray for the needs and we'll be dismissed with this prayer tonight.